Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. Happy Tuesday to you. We are following uh, yesterday's episode up with uh, from a Rays fan. Now we're going to go over into Oakland. We've got our one of our good buddies on, Mike. He goes by the mayor of Oakland because he knows what's up. You've seen pictures of he and I together in Philadelphia. Mike, we got a ton to talk about. How are you on a Tuesday morning? Uh, doing okay, all things considered. <laughs> <laughs> All things considering, right? I mean, yeah, with all the you know the, the baseball news and everything. So one of my buddies always says to me, he says, "All things considering, let's just not consider too much." <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's let's start out easy because I'm we're gonna have to talk about the elephant in the room. But give me the 2024 outlook for the Oakland A's. Are we looking? a little bit more positive in your opinion uh, than what we did this last season, or are we still kind of in a holding pattern? I mean, I don't know what the outlook is going to look like. It's hard to really tell. I mean, I think everything is so tied up with the Vegas move. And I mean, you just don't hear much about, um, you don't hear much about like the baseball side of the operations as much as you used to. Um, there's some, you know, they, they kept Kotze who I like, um, but as far as that, it's like, it's really hard to tell. I think it's just going to be more than the same. Um, you got some, you know, Zach Eloff's a good young guy coming up. Uh, Lawrence Butler, really like his attitude. Um, so, I mean, those, I'm looking forward to seeing a full season of those young guys. But as far as like, you know, everything else is concerned, it's, you know, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. And yeah, um, not really sure. <laughs> yeah, it's. My friend, I've been there as a Dodger fan. I've oh, been yeah. there in the years that were lean and, and mean. I've been there in the years where they tease you through the all-star break, making you feel like you got a shot and then just totally fall apart. <laughs> um, I've even experienced something that you will probably never experience as Nays fan. Do you know what that What's is? That? What's that? I experienced somebody using video and trash cans to win a World Series. Oh, you, yeah. You probably will not experience, my friend. Well, I mean, what was that, 2017, 2018? Oh, uh, 2017, yeah. Yeah. That's in my brain. But still, I mean, they didn't get busted until, what, 2019? So yep. and we can guarantee that, you know, 20, definitely 2018 and 2019, um, we were definitely in contention with the, with the, with the trash cans. So, yep. uh, I mean, it's hard to... You know, it's um, you definitely feel that like you know, well, was what what really happened on some of those close games? You know what I mean? Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, it was funny. Side note: a ton of people have asked me, "What would I?" Okay, so fine. You know, this happened. What would you do if you were Manford? Simple. Okay, Mike. This is super simple. Let him keep the championship. Let him keep the ring. Right. I'm not gonna make him mail back the ring. Okay. Keep the cash. Uh, but here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do everything that they already did, find you $5 million, yada, yada, yada. The only other thing I would do to him is make it hurt. The only way to make it hurt is to make the fans feel it because then the fans will police the players, right? So I would have said, starting in 2019, when everybody found out about it, I would have said, okay, Astros, if you make the playoffs and or the World Series for the next 10 seasons, you won't host anything I'm going to make. Everything will be a road game for you. Oh wow! In the playoffs. 
So imagine the 2022 season when they beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Imagine if everything was at Citizens Bank. Oh, that would have been insane. Imagine in 2021 when they beat the the Yankees to get to the Braves in the World Series if all seven games were in the Bronx. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just, you know, it's just like uh, I don't feel like, like I don't know if it's I feel like that might have been done in college football. They have, but they have, or it's like you no know, college football has those death penalties where it's just like yeah. it's almost like I feel like it's just like another. Like college football, you have the death. You know, in college sports, when you were really bad, they have that death penalty, right? Where it's just like, you know, if you're on suspension, you can win as many games as you want, but you can't go to a bowl game. Not even, you know, from the Rose Bowl all the way down to the end to the Cheese Hit Bowl. It's just like you go seven and four, you go fourteen and zero, oh, whatever. You still not making it to a bowl game. It's kind of all exactly. on those lines. Like you know, it's you know, it's just like you know, you still get to play. You know, your records still count. You're not going to lose a dollar. You know, you're still not going to lose a dime, but you're not really. Playing exhibition games at that point, so yeah, yeah. it's oh. and and honestly, honestly, Mike, can you imagine if they did that? Every fan in all thirty teams would make sure that their players weren't cheating. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, you solved the problem, right? And, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hurt that much economically to the ownership. You know, you're still going to get the purse if you win the World Series. I mean, I guess that's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, speaking of ownership and speaking of management, let's transition to the A's for a second. So if you have the keys to the kingdom, you're Billy Bean. Uh, you can make, you can pull whatever purse strings that you want to pull, whatever deals that you want to pull, ownership's going to agree to them. Where are you going? What What do you like for the A's? I mean, obviously everybody wants Shohei, but what do you like for the A's going forward? I mean, honestly, okay, let's start with Shohei. Um Actually, I wouldn't if I was, you know, if somehow the A's were sold, and, you know, we got some, um, you know, some billionaire who's going to sink low all his money and be like, we're going to win a World Series. I wouldn't win Chen Sohei, considering where the A's are. I don't think the spending millions of dollars on Shohei is going to turn this 110 lost team into a contender. But I would, I don't know, just with like so many gaps to fill, I would just look to just spread the wealth. Um, you know, get a, some starting pitching. Um, I'd say keep Elof, uh, you know, keep a lot of our young guys so they can do it. And then obviously, I think, because I don't think this is, you know, a World Series scene that, you you know, that dropping millions of dollars on the payroll is going to put this team in championship contention. I'd sign a lot of uh, good veteran leadership guys that can really help with our young guys come up in the base. I mean, you always hear this all the time from so many players. Like Hall of Famers, even it's just like, oh yeah, like I, my career is successful because I worked with so and so, and you know they taught me, they taught me how to be a big leaguer. Like you know that movie Major League, it's like the you know the main plot point, right? Um, that kind of thing. Find some Crash Davis types who yeah. are veterans who's been around the game a long time who can really help the young guys, and I think I'll show up on the field. Uh, besides a lot of those, uh, you know, a lot of those veteran. I mean, obviously. Crash Davis types in the big leagues will um, sell some tickets because a lot of those guys, just, you know, aren't exactly Crash Davis. But, you know, we're talking like former all-stars. We're talking, you know, guys that have been there before, you know, won big games, their names. Um, so it's like they may not be a top-tier destination that's going to, like, you know, win the Phil's a World Series. But 
will definitely be a guy that could, like Tony Kemp was a great guy. More Tony Kemp's. Tony Kemp is like, I can find more Tony uh, Kemp's across the board, both with pitching and, and, you know, both sides of all pitching and uh, offense. Like, I just love to fill, you know, take our young guys and then fill the holes with a bunch of Tony Kemp kind of players uh, who can work with the young guys who are competitive. And I think they'll show up on the field and it probably wouldn't even take a, a break the bank kind of payroll. Not the least. And I, and I absolutely love that, that style and baseball's diverting back Mike to the 80s style baseball. And I'm going to mention a guy near and dear to your heart, but Ricky Henderson, Ricky mm-hmm. Henderson style of baseball, get, get on, get over, get it. And if you watched Philadelphia lose those last two games, they lost in a one statistic only, right? Arizona had four stolen bases in game six to Phillies one. Arizona had four stolen bases in game seven to Phillies zero. So Philly was trying to go yard more often than not. And Arizona was just getting on and moving things over. So I like the fact that you want some younger guys, but you also want some veteran leadership. Like, like you said, like Crash Davis from Bull Durham or, or a Jake Taylor from major league. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah, I think that'll be go a long way. And you mentioned that like stolen pacing. I mean, it reminds me of some of the A's teams. Um, yeah, the infamous Moneyball season. Uh, the Twins were definitely guys who were more like that 80s style in 2002, and the A's were uh, sitting around looking to draw walks and hit home runs. And I think that's what the kind of it. And people make a big deal about that Moneyball thing, but it really had nothing to do with you know, the stats based thing. It was just the Twins that just had the had the right kind of team that could beat the A's that year. Yep. 100%. 100%. I like that. I like that. So, um, okay. So, Mike, I hate to do this to you, man, but oh, that's we got to for. talk about the elephant in the room. Now, let me set the stage. For those of you top fans that, that don't know Mike, Mike and I had the pleasure of meeting at Citizens Bank Ballpark. He was kind enough to give me a T-shirt that said sell, meaning referencing sell the team. Um, you know, he knew what was up or what was coming down the pipe. Uh, Mike, take me through, first of all, your thought about moving to Vegas, but equally as important, just the emotional stuff that you're going through, watching your team effectively pack up and go. I mean, it's so weird it's because it's like, I don't know, like, I mean, you know, living open, like it's seen the Raiders left. It's like you saw dominoes fall like you saw that like they stopped talking about moving to vegas and then you know these casinos were signing on and it's one after another dominoes fall it was like okay well this is going to happen and that and that's a bummer man right um but this ace thing is just like mixed emotions angry frustration because it's like you're not seeing we're not moving the a's to a better market we're not moving the a's to a better essentially a better stadium deal because it doesn't really seem like there's one ready to go so it's frustrating it really is frustrating um and just the emotional side it just forget about the sport i guess but like i like to describe baseball as like a bar or some other like third space gathering space where where it's like you can come home you know get up work stop by see your friends chat about you and then also there's like a baseball game going on or a sports game going on so um that's the part I'm going to miss a lot. Not just a little bit more than, you know, 
the rooting and, and hoping that the A's win the World Series. It's more than that routine that, uh, you know, of hanging out with friends and, and, and tailgating, and, you know, uh, having, I mean, I, I got the Phillies, but, you know, it's not the same because I don't live in Oakland, right? So it's like friends that travel to games with and stuff like that. Um, it's going to be a bummer. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard. I was just talking with a friend of mine who lives in Northern California. It's a Dodger fan. I was talking to him on the phone right before this um, this morning. And we were talking about just the changes and how things. And I was telling him that I was going to be visiting with you this morning. And we were talking about how the Dodgers played the A's in that exact same ballpark in 1974. So you're going back almost 50 years i get it the ballpark's old renovate the ballpark you got plenty of space keep them in oakland it's just it's a I, the emotional side mike i can't imagine i can't imagine because yeah. it's it's something that you've always had and to know that it's going to be gone is weird right right i mean that's i mean i've friends who like you know people have their man caves and stuff like that where they have all their their offices or you know even just in the bedrooms and they have all the race stuff and i've had friends like uh pack it all in and i just like kind of want to redo my whole apartment anyway and so it's like it's like something i don't know if i can do that just quite yet it's like yeah it's it's just like i just it's hard to let go it really is yeah i mean what what are they going to host at at the stadium after next season what beer league softball or what I really have no idea. Um, I mean, that's that's just weird, 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 yeah. weird. So, well, I you know, again, I it's hard to do this this visit. It's a good thing that you're a friend because I I know plenty of acquaintances that are Angel fan, or A's fans. I'm sorry, and I wouldn't have this conversation with them because I just I don't want it to feel like I'm trampling on their grave type thing, but. No, I, no, of course not. Um, and I don't think you're trampling on my grave at all. I mean, you're just, yeah, you're a great dude. And I'm pleasure. To, it's been so great to meet you. Um, yeah, I feel you're just honestly just asking some questions here. And I, and I actually, I actually don't mind talking about this stuff. Uh, you know, as soon as the move was announced, uh, Susan Locker, who writes for the Athletic, uh, like hit me up immediately on Twitter. It's definitely in the morning. I'm like, yeah. And that one was that was that was probably a little more heated of an interview. So, but that was not a podcast one. So she could chop that up and make it into a story, which is out, but I haven't read it yet. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I I have no problems talking about this stuff. Um, don't don't corner me at a bar though. That's you get a lot. A, a lot <laughs> don't corner you at the seventh inning at a bar, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll get a lot different flavor of this interview than you would four uh, o'clock <laughs> on a Tuesday. Well, it's also a Tuesday morning, so you know you, we both got to work. So it's it's kind of yeah. you know we're gonna tone it down a bit. Um, yeah. So, Mike, you gotta promise me that when it becomes official, whether it's the twenty twenty five season or the twenty twenty eight season, whenever they have a a stadium that that when you get out to Vegas, you let me know and and we'll meet out there and we'll hang out and we'll we'll have a good time, watch a game, you know, just kind of reminisce about the old days in the Coliseum, I guess. Yeah, if I make it out there, but I still, I probably won't. I'm not going to give up the sport, so maybe I'll hit you up if I'm, uh, our paths happen to cross, or I'm down in LA, or you know, make another trip out to Philly, or just go to another ballpark. Uh, I'll be a while before I get out to Vegas. 
I think the sting will be too much for me a little there, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely keep you. I definitely want to keep in contact. I mean, with all my all the baseball people that I've met throughout the years, it's been amazing. Great community, great. Just, yeah, it, yeah, it you know it it is, and it's it yeah, it's I get it, I get it. If the Dodgers are moving out of LA, LA out of LA to someplace like Nashville, I I wouldn't you know run out to Nashville and say hey, I can't wait to I want to see the the Grand Ole Opry or something, I'd probably boycott the city for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't like, yeah, I mean, I'm not, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm boycotting Vegas, but it's just like, you know, it's probably, uh, I'm not going to be making a, any sort of space. It's like, oh, I'm going to see the A's in Vegas. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I get, did see the Phillies in Anna and uh, Arizona. That was fun. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, Mike, because Philly, uh, I'm trying to get some of our friends out. Uh, I've already talked to at least one of them. Um, actually, I think I talked to both of both of the fellas, and I'm trying to get them out here in April because to do an I-5 series um, because the Angel, they play the Angels, I think, over the weekend, and then they play the Padres at the beginning of the week. So I'm trying to get a couple of the guys out here from Philly to do the I five series. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know if that works out. You might have to take a, take a trek down here. I will. I'm overdue just baseball or no baseball. I'm way overdue for some uh, LA. I love Southern California. Um, I'm way overdue for an LA trip just, just in general. And obviously I always, when I try to go down there, I try to squeeze in the Dodgers games because I actually, I really like that stadium. So uh, reminds me of the Coliseum, how it used to be. Yeah, yeah, it does it does. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get get uh, get to go into um, to the rest of your Tuesday. But first of all, top fan rivalry followers, a couple things you need to know. Mike, great guy. Follow him on Instagram, Mayor of Oakland. Um, hilarious, uh, just all around. Like he says, good baseball dude. Great guy for a community. Um, just a lot of fun to have around. So um, we'll get uh, we'll have Mike on more uh, this offseason and into the regular season. But make sure you're following him. Um, in addition to uh, that, be nice. It's still like he says, it still stings. And so I can only imagine that feeling. So don't if I find out that you guys are hitting him up and saying, hey, you guys lost 110 games. No wonder you guys are moving. You'll deal with me. <laughs> and so. Be nice to him. He's 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 a good dude. So, Mike, thanks for coming on on a Tuesday morning. Stick around for a second, but uh, I do appreciate you you sharing your thoughts and your feelings. Ah, not a problem. Not a problem. All right, we'll talk soon. Talk soon. Bye.